Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hello, hello again for another episode of Project Management Insights. How have you been this week in your project world? Today, I'm going to talk to you about what I'm calling a project map. Now, when we start projects, we have an idea of our stakeholders, usually the broader context of the people that we might be working with. And hopefully, we, we understand that, you understand that, you might have taken up my advice of developing a racy matrix to determine you know, who's responsible, who's accountable, who's uh, concerned and who needs to be involved or engaged. Um, informed, sorry, but what I'm talking about here is a little bit different and the reason that I'm talking to you about this today and it fits in perfectly is that I've been working with a client helping her to structure and organize her project in a way that takes away the overwhelm and one of the things that we talked about is the fact that she has worked with this organization before and so she knows and understands the way that each of the different groups within this large organization operates where she's going to have problems getting information or connecting with people or getting people that are going to be accountable for providing what she needs for her project and so it fits with this concept of what i call a project team map because if you take the time at the start of your project to sit down and draw yourself a map and it needs nothing needs to be nothing more than a piece of paper with some squares or circles or you know whatever shapes that you want to do basically it's sort of like a mind map but it's going to have the groups of people that are on your project so put yourself in the center you're your, the project manager and then you might have a circle group that's called marketing you might have a circle uh, with the title legal in it you might have a circle with IT in it you might have a circle with compliance in it you might have the circle with the what customer service team whatever the it that is relevant for your particular project but what I want you to do is to write down, capture on paper, all of the different groups in your business or organization that you are going to be needing to work with, touch base with, connect with, have information flow to or from for your project. And then what I want you to do is take a highlighter or a different color pen and I want you to then determine are these groups of people green so you know that you've never had any problems getting information from them interacting with them engaging with them they've usually been on board they've been helpful they do what you ask and they give you what you ask that's the green group then you might have the other extreme of course is your red group these are your problem children they're the group or groups that really really struggle to deliver for you and I want you to make them red. So put a big red circle around them. You're going to have a red pen that's going to be easy. So uh, put a big red circle around them as 
the groups that you need to focus on the most or find a way of problem solving how you're going to get them more engaged and more involved in your project and I'll come back to that in a moment. Then there's those mid-range groups. Now these are your orange groups. These are the groups that sometimes you get stuff from, sometimes you don't, sometimes they're engaged, sometimes they're not. So these are the middle, middle liars. And the reason I wanted you to map this out is for the purpose of understanding right from the start where you are going to need to make more of an effort as a project manager. And I'm going to explain it like this. If I am working in a room full of people and I have the self-starters, the people that are confident, that know what they, what they do, how to do it, I can give them a task and they just go off and do it. They're in one corner. I can basically leave them to their own devices because I know that when I get back, they're going to have done exactly what I've asked them to do without any hassles at all. And I also know that if they come up against a problem, they're the ones that are going to put their hand up and ask me a question. Okay, so they're low touch from my perspective as a project manager. Now in the opposite corner, I've got the group that are those, I'm going to call them kids, that uh, are on their phones. They're fighting with each other. They're playing games. They didn't pay attention when I gave them the instructions on what it was that I wanted. They have knowledge and they don't want to use it. They don't really want to be at work. Um, you know, all of those things that show up in a workplace that you can tell make the difference between people being on board and working in a way that is productive and effective and responsive to your needs and the needs of your project and not, you know, versus not the, those ones where that's definitely not what's in their wheelhouse and, and what they want to be doing. So what I want you to do is to mark the two groups, the green and the red, and then think about your orange group as those ones that you need to handhold a little bit more. So you might give them the instructions, but you might need to go and follow up with them a little bit more just so that you know that, you know, they are on track or just to make sure that they are clear on what your deliverable deadlines are, for example. So you're your, the project manager. You've got your green group that's run off and doing what you know you need them to do, very little touch. You have your orange group that you just need to follow up with occasionally to make sure they're on track. That means that where you spend your most time leading is with the red group, the group that you know are going to not be able to undertake this task for whatever reason on their own. And then it's about problem solving. What do I need to do? Do I need to have other people involved on this project? Do I need to ask for different resources? Do I need to gain more manager involvement? Do I need to have a specific escalation path so that if something's not done, I have an ability to go and escalate it with a senior manager to say, hey, this work was due to be done. I was very clear about it and it's now off track and it's going to ruin my project uh, timeline. So you need to have thought about how you're going to turn around this red group so that 
they don't create the problems for your project that mean you're out off scope, off track, off budget, because that's likely where it's going to occur if it's going to occur anywhere. Now, you might have little pockets of red in a green group. That's okay, because all you need to do then is be focusing on that little pocket of red. It means though that you, for the majority of that group, you can let them go because you know, you know and you trust that what they're going to do is going to be quality and you're going to get what you want from them. It's just a different way of looking at how you might lead your project team. And notice I didn't use the word manage, but lead your project team. Because what it's about is delegation. It's trusting in the people that you have working for you that they're going to deliver. And that's key. You need to take off the hands of control. And then you need to work with those groups that are going to struggle to support them and help them to get you what you need. That's the best way to go about approaching this job of being a project manager and managing the deliverables and outcomes with a group of people that you are working with. Again, it all comes back to the people management. So have a look and draw up on a piece of paper your project team map. Document the groups, color code them so that you know where the areas are that you are gonna to have to focus on more. Then set yourself up to let the green groups do what they do, go and check in infrequently with the orange groups or the amber groups, and then do your magic on turning around the red groups to create a green group, because that's ultimately what you need to do in order to deliver your project on time, on budget, and within scope. All right, that's me for another week of Project Management Insights. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Happy project managing. Like, share and review this podcast on any of the platforms that you're watching it on. Please get the word out there that it's here for anyone that's in project management or wanting to step into project management. My aim is to help as many of you as possible to learn to lead projects in a way that means they are always going to be easy on you, less stressful and of success because that's ultimately the goal. All right, until next week, happy week ahead in project management world. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.